T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Minnesota Vikings 13-4 and four, beat the Giants by three on Christmas Eve. Giants have gotten healthier on defense. You get uh, a, um, a Jack, Jackson Jack, back. Jackson's yeah. back. Yeah. Jalori's healthy. Obviously, the emergence now of Thibodeau. Uh, McKinney is back and playing. And all of a sudden, that defense is much more formidable than it was. Wow. But here's the question. Yeah. Who and how... Do you contain the best wide receiver in football who burnt you for 12 catches on, what was it, a buck 50 and a well, touchdown? Well, I think the hope is he doesn't burn you to that extent. And the hope is TJ Hawkinson and tight ends have done this a lot this season, doesn't burn you to that extent. And the hope is Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, even though the Vikings this year are in the bottom five, bottom six in the NFL at rushing, we know that the Giants' biggest bugaboo on defense is stopping the run. We've seen that be a problem numerous times this season. Numerous times. Yeah. So and they I mean, they've not run the ball well consistently this year, but they do have a legitimate guy I mean, who it, can run it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, statistically the Vikings have not been an elite team running the football, but they still feature one of the elite running backs in the NFL. Yeah. It's a dangerous aspect to this offense besides the weapons that Kirk Cousins has, but what's Got to excite you if you're a Giant fan. We all love history. History pumps us up sometimes. The Giants' runs that they made in 7-11 and was because they got a pass rush. And going into this game on Sunday with the emergence of Thibodeau, with Leonard Williams being healthy, with Ojalari being healthy, with Dexter Lawrence, who supplied pressure up the middle all season long being out there, the Giants have a chance against the Vikings' offensive line that's banged up on the right side. They've got a chance to make Kirk Cousins' life hell. And we know Wink Martindale loves to blitz over and over and over again, and the New York Giants' defense has a chance to put pressure on Kirk Cousins over and over again. You asked the question, it's a good one, how do you slow down Justin Jefferson? I got an idea. Don't let Kirk Cousins have time to throw the football. Yeah, well, that's the key. I think they got to be blitz. That changes everything. I think you got to be blitz happy. I think you got to put pressure on him every single time he, uh, he uh, you know, uh, walks backwards and looks to throw the football. I don't think you played any other way. I don't think you zone it up. Is there think... a way Wink Martindale plays it besides blitzing constantly? I think that's the only way he can and do it. And sometimes there yeah. are scenarios where you say, I wouldn't have done that. But for the most part, here's the identity of this giant defense led by Wink Martindale, who is the great hire that he was. He's not afraid to blitz. There's no situation in which Wink Martindale says, you know what, let me not send the hounds. He sends it constantly. I think he has to. I think it fits his M.O. for sure, which means that you're going to have some cornerbacks, uh, you know, playing some man-to-man coverage against a good wide receiving core, and that's where you can get burnt. But I think that's the only way to do it because if Kirk Cousins has time, the reality is that you're going up against a guy with 1,800 yards. Now, if you look at the last two games, which I don't think is a fair representation of anything because he was the best wide receiver all year, five catches, 53 yards. Now, you could throw that last game of the year out. 
Minnesota wasn't playing for anything, but it's the Green Bay game that interests me. Yeah, but Jair Alexander isn't on the New York Giants. No, he is not. That's the problem. Uh, but is there a blueprint of what Green Bay did to shut him down and to get under his skin uh, to have success against him because they couldn't stop him last time. Well, they also, in that game in which they ended up getting blown out, they turned the ball over four times. They turned the ball over twice in the Bear game, so the Vikings have been turnover happy over the last two weeks. The giant defense wasn't forcing turnovers in that game from three weeks ago. You force a big turnover or two, it changes the entire game. Yeah. Boy, I'm excited for it. I so you're picking wait. the Giants, ladies and gentlemen. I did not say that. Craig Carton is picking the New York. No, I did not say that yet. I'll I'll give you my pick at uh, five thirty. Five thirty. Not that anyone cares, but I'll I'll give you my pick just on who wins the game at five thirty. I care greatly, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, because as I'm typically right, I'm gonna hear it one way or the other. <laughs> if you pick the Giants and they lose, yeah. well, they should have won. They had the game won. Well, there's a lot of ways to lose. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of ways to lose a game. That's exactly right. But it's a, I believe in Dable a lot, but, man, there's a guy on the field that's not – that's unstop- oh, excuse me, pardon me. There's a guy on the field that's unstoppable, and that's my concern here. I got everything else covered. There's one guy that has the ability to beat you by himself. He can't and that's beat my you. concern. He can't beat you by himself if the quarterback can't get the football yeah. to him well, because his ass is laying on the grass. I agree. Like, there I are agree. many ways. You know, it's not easy sometimes, and it's easier said than done, but there are various rate ways where you can stop an elite-level wide receiver, yeah. one of which is here's this great corner playing a great game like J- Jair Alexander. Another way to shut a guy down is to blitzkrieg the quarterback yeah. in a way in which he doesn't have time to get the football well, downfield to Justin but Jefferson. That, listen, I think that's the only way to do it. I, I'm with you 100%, but you recognize doing that exposes you. Well, look. When, but, You're exposed because if they pick it up and Kirk gets rid of the ball, there's a lot of green field and not a lot of defensive but, players on But it. we've seen games this year, and they're few and far between, because he is the best wide receiver on the planet, where Justin Jefferson has either not been fully taken out of the game, but been less, I guess, uh, game-changing. The Jet game is an example, even though the Vikings won that game. Yeah. They did a really good Gosh. job on Justin Jefferson. The Cowboy game, in which they completely blew them out, 41-3, I think was the final. Yeah. He had no impact on that game. So it can be done. Uh, yeah, it can be done. I don't know if the well. Listen, if the Giants do that, they win the game. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's gonna be very interesting. I'm getting I, I'm getting amped up like I'm playing in the game where I'm a Giant fan. Do you like and the I'm fact? Neither. Are you happy that it's 4:30 Sunday, or would you rather it I happened am, yeah. earlier? No, I like the four o'clock. That's my favorite window. Yeah, yeah. The four o'clock Sunday game is always my favorite. Well, it's my favorite window only for this reason. That's what I think of growing up. Like growing up watching football, it's. 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. It's dark outside. There's a big game going on. Like, Sunday night. Well, there was eh. always there was always one negative with the 4 o'clock game, though. What's up? And I don't know if you your generation uh, feels the same way that my generation did. Because uh, I also grew up, there was no Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. We had Monday night, of You're course. You're that old? Yeah, that's right. Um, you the, remember no Sunday night football, Daddy? You. The only negative, and it was a huge negative... For people who are, if you're, I guess, 45 and older, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it was this. 60 minutes? Yeah. When that damn 60 minutes clock came on the screen in the second half of the game and Pat Summerall was like, tonight on 60 minutes, (laughs) you know, whatever it might have been, right? Yeah. You were like, son of a bitch. I'm about to be sent upstairs to do my homework and get ready for bed. Oh, because you could sense that Sunday's school. ending. Yeah. Yeah, the 60-minute stopwatch to me was like the devil. How did you feel when they took the jet game off to put Heidi? Did that, like, really freak you out? <laughs> I cried. <laughs> <laughs> the Heidi game. By the way, changed the way games are televised for uh, forever and a day. Well, how about the fact that back in the day, and Beningo's told me this, and I still find it hard to believe, even though I know it's real, they would black out these local games. The only way you'd be able to watch it is to either go or to Well, if the game wasn't leave. sold out. No. What do you mean? They, no, sir. No, 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 no. 
They blacked out I'm not local old playoff to remember games. That. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You blacked out local playoff games? That's right. I've if never the heard game that in my was life. at home, you could not watch it because they wanted the game to be sold out. It didn't even matter if it was. The only way you could watch it was tape delay, which means you just wait. And you know, I've no, you don't have a cell I've phone. I've never heard that in my life before. Really? Yeah. See, maybe. So you... you're telling me in what era would a New York football team have a playoff game that you couldn't watch on TV live? I would I've never guess. heard that before. That's true, though. Sell out. Like, there used to be the sellout rule. You had to sell the game out within 72 hours, or the game was blacked out. I know that rule. And then usually the TV station, like local CBS or Fox affiliate before Fox, whatever it was, right. would actually pick up, would buy the tickets to guarantee the blind, the uh, sellout. But I've never heard that before. When the New York Jets, I don't think Jets, it's true either. It is true. When the New York Jets defeated the Oakland Raiders in the 1968 American Football League Championship game at Chase Stadium, well, I mean, you needed. Talking, that's like that's like 1800. You asked me when I'm oh, giving come you a on, win. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Nobody's alive that was uh, old enough to witness that. Nobody. What are you talking about? Oh that's God. like talking about Babe Ruth. <laughs> Are you really trying to get a horde of 80-year-olds to call up right now to yell at you? The 1968 Jet playoff game was blacked out? Yes. I mean, come on. You needed to drive 75 miles away from New York City to watch that game or be at the game, obviously. You could just go. Wasn't 68 the Heidi game? Well, it was the same, but I'm talking about a different game. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about playoffs? That was the AFL championship game. The Heidi game was a regular season game that they actually lost. Same year, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. So here are your options. I'm not kidding you. You could watch the game on tape delay at 11:30, or you could drive 70 miles away to watch the game or be at the game. Those are your options. Now, good question, which I think you have, is when did that stop? That I'm not sure about because the Jets and Giants barely made the playoffs in the 70s. So I'm sure some regular season games are affected. Do you know what? Uh, that must have been uh, NBC then. Uh, do you have any idea what they put on TV instead of the Jet? Playoff game? That's a great question. Like, would there be another? Well, there couldn't be another I, football I game. I have the answer. Oh, okay. Then why are you asking me? Because I, I was wondering if you knew. No. So. Do I know it was on NBC at, you know, 4 o'clock in 1969? So no, Channel 4, NBC, 1 o'clock. Uh, jet playoff game. Uh, actually, it was the. Let's see. What that. Bing, bum, boom, bum, boom. It was the Prince and the Pauper. Oh, really? you, and you're right. You had to drive 75 miles outside the New York City market yep. to be able to watch uh, the Jet Oakland Raiders now, AFL championship I have game. when it ended. I have looked it up. That's so the, stupid. Oh, it was ridiculous. The blackout policy would, would remain in effect till 1973. And the only reason it ended is that Congress passed legislation that required the sellout rule, which and that you were mentioning. Been a Shea, obviously, too. Yeah, it was a Shea. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. So they were. So, I'm sorry, what Cong- year? 1973. Congress passed a rule that required the sellout rule, the one that we know to this day, even though right. it's changed, where if they're not a sellout within 72 hours of kickoff, right. then it wouldn't be made available. But if it's a sellout, you're good to go, which is the whole reason for this. Like, the reason they had these blackouts is they wanted Shea they Stadium wanted sold out. They wanted to sell tickets, right. Yeah, but if Shea Stadium sold out, then lift the blackout, right. which they logically did in 1973. Sure. I don't even think they have that sellout rule anymore, Craig. Yeah, I'm not sure if they do either. They may not. If I they that have the rule for the majority of our lifetimes, but Craig, I'm not sure if it still exists. If they had the rule, the Jets wouldn't have been on TV basically at all this year. They don't sell out every game. Yeah, no, they don't. That's a fair point. By the way, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that the Daryl LaMonica pitch game that the Jets picked up and ran for a touchdown to beat the Raiders in the AFL championship game? <laughs> I, I mean, you know, Google me for sure to make sure I'm right about that. I love but as a Jet fan, I do recall that was the Daryl LaMonica game. Do you yeah. recall like watching this game and going to a bar? Because I think I you're wasn't old enough born to... yet. <laughs> I think you were old enough to drink back then. So did you go to a bar to watch that game? Yeah, I was at a bar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you go to Philly? My mom was drinking beer and I was breastfeeding, <laughs> and that's how I got my alcoholic intake that day. Did you go? To... I was not born yet, but my mom would no. She wasn't even pregnant with me. If those rules were in effect in 2023, what would we all do? Would we just all we go on road trips together? We would all find a Reddit link to get it illegally. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's what we would do if if it was today, right? <laughs> it's crazy uh, not, to not think. Not you and I, of course. But it's I'll, crazy to think that that was a thing. It really is. It's insane to me. I mean, it's also, you know, that's a very, you know, that's like the evolution of the NFL. It's like a baby crawling, right? Yeah. That was the early days of uh, the AFL. The merger wasn't even the NFL, really, the way we know it. 
right? But still, like, I logic mean, doesn't seem to apply here. No. You don't want your product on television for people to watch? There's only so many no, people that can go to the game. idiotic. Yeah. Yeah. Here's uh, Corey in Rutherford. Uh, I assume you're a giant fan. Corey, what's good, buddy? Hey, how are you guys? Listen to the show all the time. Love it. Great, great show. Um, you know, Giants, listen, this is going to be a tight game. It's We have the defense, which obviously everybody's healthy, and that's great. But it's going to come down to turnovers. And I really do think, like you said, Craig, you know, Jefferson is, is dangerous, but they have other weapons. And you can't just blitz, 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 blitz. You're going to have to mix it up, and you're going to have to – you know, they're going to get some big plays because that's well, look, what they Minnesota's are. going to score a couple touchdowns, that's for sure. Uh, but, you know, the Giants, here's the rub. The New York Giants and the Minnesota Vikings are very similar in that neither one of them really blow anybody out. The Giants only had one big blowout, of course, and that was against the Colts that got them in. Mm-hmm. And they play one-score games every yeah. week. The right, Vikings when they- and the Giants combined – if I have my numbers right, play 23 yeah, yeah, yeah. one-score games. They're very similar in that the Giants were outscored this season, the Vikings were outscored this season, yet they had winning records because both teams had a great propensity to win close games. Yep. But the Giants have scored more than 27 points one time all season. That was the Indianapolis game. And they did score 24 against the Vikings. So I get that, but that's yeah. where they've yeah. kind of maxed out. Yep. So the question is, against an offense as potent as this Viking offense, what does that number have to look like for the Giants to win this game? I, I mean, points. no, I think it's more than that. Boy, you're going to hold this offense. I, I like it because I kind of agree. They're going to hold this offense to less than 17 points. I don't points. think they are. Now, and I don't some, think that should be the expectation. That's some freaking confidence right there because this is a Viking team that scores 25 a game, top 10 in points, best receiver on the planet. And our guy, Corey's like 17. I think first team. points. That's what it's going to take for the Giants to win. I mean, you're playing, you know, you're playing in Minnesota. I mean, it's hostile crowd. I think 21 points, 21-17. That's my guess. If you hold the Minnesota Vikings to 17 points, you're playing Philadelphia seven days later. It's not That's a right. period unless stop. unless period you stop. think unless you think it's going to be the rock fight I envision. It's not a stop it. That's stupid. And it's a fight. low scoring game. I don't th- listen. I think it's a close game. I think it's you know it's not going to be thirty two thirty to close because I don't think the Giants as we know have that type of offensive power. You don't think it's going to be a shootout? I don't. Okay. No, I, I don't, don't either. I think it's yeah. going to be a low-scoring game, which is um, not really what Vegas tells you because I think their over-under is one of the higher numbers this weekend. I just happen to disagree because we all talk about the Giants getting a pass rush on Minnesota, which is certainly on the table with the way they played. But Evan Neal's been banged up. Evan Neal has not had the greatest year in the world. Danielle Hunter got to Daniel Jones how many times a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Like, it goes both ways, pal. By the way, the Minnesota Vikings scored less than 17 points three times all year. No, I get you. So I think you have to be realistic. The Giants can win this game. There's no doubt about that. And to this point, not that this matters, but just to make the point about offense and what people are expecting, this game does have the highest over-under of any of the playoff games this weekend. So the expectation... Yeah. The expectation... Hold on. The over-under on Minnesota New York Giants is the highest? Yes. That's uh, That can't be true. Name me the game that should have a higher number. Go ahead. Jacksonville Chargers? Yeah, it's a point off. So okay. Point right. less. So it's right there. Okay. Point less. Well, the Vikings, what, is, what is it, by the way? 48 and a half. 48 and a half. That's the highest number this weekend. Every game has a lower number than Giants Vikings. Well, then I'm going to tell you something right now. And they're, they're going to be wrong, in my opinion. For, on which side? I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I've told you that. I'll give you a final score. You want a final score? I give a final score. I give a final score. I already know you, stupid final score. Oh, you know my final score? Yeah. Go I ahead. Do. You're going to say something stupid. No, I'm like not. Like 20 to 16. That's close, but not quite. 21 17. There you go. I got you. No, that's, that's I close. got you. I got you. That's it. 21 13. You think the winner wins this game 21 to 13? Yep. And you've not yet said who you think wins the game. You want to do that now? Listen. I'm going to do the 530. Oh, I'll do it now because all week long I've had this feel, I've had this push that brings me towards Minnesota. This is called the bad guy moment of the and day. I'm not trying to be a bad guy. I'm not, I'm not rooting for the Vikings. Bad guy moment of the day, guys. And, and you don't have to believe me. You can call me a giant hater. I'm not a giant hater. I'm just being honest. I'm making an honest-to-God prediction. Yeah. 
I think this is going to be a 14-13 game late. And the Vikings are going to score a late touchdown to make it an eight-point game. And the Giants are going to march down the field. And they're going to have a chance oh, to score a touchdown and pop and have you're, to go for two. You're trying to pull the heartstrings out of Giant fans, like the one sitting across from How you. How is that pulling heartstrings? Because I know what you're doing. What? You don't know, you're being you pick the Giants to lose, you could pick the Giants to lose. They're underdogs. They're expect they're underdogs. They're expected to lose this. 21 game, right? 13. You could say But you have set this up to be a soul crushing down by a point driving for the game-winning field goal, Craig. and something goes wrong Craig, 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 where Craig. the Vikings score a late Craig. touchdown Craig. to seal it. You Craig. are a bad yeah. guy. First of all, Evan, first where do the all. Giants get down to? The 10, yeah. the 8-yard no, no. line when, no. they, when they just don't get even, into the end zone? Even where better, does it get even us, better. Evan? Joe Pesarcha comes out on the <laughs> yeah. field and fumbles the ball. Yeah. But I didn't say anything about, I don't know, the a Jones bad or... snap that causes you to miss <laughs> and that you want to pass interference even though the guy's ineligible downfield. I didn't say anything about that? Yeah, Trey Junkie comes out to uh, re- <laughs> I didn't say anything about an onside kick being recovered. Enough. I didn't say you anything did, about that. You didn't? You brought it up three times this week. I've said nothing about that. I'm just saying it's going to be a close game. We all expect it to be a close game. So if I describe a close game that you lose, you say I'm a bad guy. What the hell should I say? Because, you no, said the Giants say were the Giants lose 21-13, I accept that. That's your prediction. I got no problem with that. But when you set it up by going, it's 14-13. Yeah. The Giants are driving to kick the game-winning field goal. And then something tragic happens in which they not only don't kick the field goal, but the Vikings take it the other way for a touchdown to win by eight. Bad guy. Bad stuff happens. It's the NFL playoffs. You want this to be lollipops and sunshine and rainbow? Okay. You guys will score lots of points. You will win. Dude, it's the NFL playoffs. You think it's all going to be happy? You think both fan bases are going to feel good when the game is over? No. Someone's going to feel dirty. Someone's going to feel hosed. Someone's going to feel pissed. And someone's going to be happy. I happen to think, unfortunately... We're going to be on the side of pissed and unhappy. I'm sorry. We're? We? That's right. We are? I'm, on that side. I'm on your side. Yeah, it sounds not. like it. You just pulled his, his lungs out and stomped on him. His heart's on the yo-yo. Come on. Just say they're going to lose 21-13 and leave it at that. I gave a specific thing that I think is going to happen. Yeah. You're they're going to fall specific. short what? At the five-yard yeah, line? Five. Where, does that, so, where does that final I'll drive tell you. end? No, no, I'll tell you. Not so no, they're, gonna, they're, they're running on the field to kick the game-winning field goal, and time expires before they get the snap ball. Well, then they lose 14-13. Yeah. I'm not uh, doing that. Yeah. Vikings are going to score a late touchdown and go up 21-13. Right. You guys are going to drive. No, you need two, by the way. Yeah. I think it ends at the 25 on a third down, and Jones throws an interception to Patrick Peterson. We call it a day. I think the New York Giants scored the second most points they've scored in any game this year. So they're top in 27? How about that? Uh, you're showing some guts. I How about that, that for a prediction? I like that. All right. The Giants, their highest is 30. Is it 30 flat? What did they score against the Indianapolis game? What did they score against the Colts? 30 a lot of points. There was a 38 in that game? Yeah, so they will score the second most amount of points they've scored all season. 38 in the Indianapolis game. The second most points they've scored the is 27. 27. Oh, 27? They scored 27 against Green Bay when they beat them 27-27. Okay, so they'll be between 27 and 38. So then you think they're winning. I didn't say that. <laughs> so wait a second. After talking up this defense, they're going to score 27 and lose? They're going to lose 35-32? I'll give you my pick at 530. <laughs> and it's not going to be as specific as and then and then this and then that. I'm just going to give you a score and who well, wins. Well, I'm, I'm pointing out that because the Vikings are going to win by eight, doesn't make it seem like it was any kind of. I think it's going to be an incredibly close. It's going to be a higher scoring game than most people think. Well, most people think we're going to see points. Apparently, I think a lot of it's based on. I think everybody's the on the under. I think the world is. I don't know about that. I'm the one who happens to be on, not the under, but that it's yeah. going to be a rock fight. A low score You're still sticking with that rock fight thing, huh? Well, because it's accurate. That's a rock still fight. Still sticking with the old rock Hold fight Hold on, let me scenario. see my poll when I asked yeah, if you've ever that heard poll, of it. by the way? All right, I'll give you an update because I'm, I'm a class guy. Have you ever heard of a football game described as a rock fight? 82% say they never heard of it. 18% say yes, they've heard of it. So I lost badly. I admit that. They're well, all it's wrong. Because it's the first time you didn't try to goose the poll. What do you mean I goosed the poll? You goosed the poll yesterday with the chitty chitty bang bang. The poll. The poll. Just take the L. Huh? No one's seen your movie. Nor does anyone think you have to. All right? 
It's from 1968. It's the like fourth most popular Dick Van Dyke movie. Let it go. Wow. Got him angry. Interesting. That's just a fact. That hurts. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you. That hurts. I'm sorry. That hurts. Sometimes the truth and hurts. And if you were a little bit older, yeah. you'd have a much greater appreciation for Karatikus Potts and the great Dick Van Dyke yeah. you didn't even and remember, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You didn't even remember his name yesterday. I called him Karatikus Potts, Karatikus yeah, yeah, Potts. Yeah. You had Atticus Finch mixed in with Karatikus Potts. Your mama Potts. <laughs> <laughs> what else you want me to say? Huh? Just saying. I think you should take the loss. I, Just I, like I, I'm taking the, way, the loss today. That, you take losses. Of all the things that's happened here in the two plus years we've done the show, yeah. what you just said to me is the most hurtful thing <laughs> that you've said to me since I met you. That's not true. And I'm very troubled by it. Well, actually, it probably is true because I don't say hurtful things. All right. That's well, listen, I'm hurtful. all riled up. I got yeah. this guy having my guts ripped out in a football game. You're talking <laughs> nonsense. We're talking rock fights. You're both wrong. Listen, you both polls were 100% correct. You guys can't be so sensitive. It's just a prediction. What do you want me to tell you? That's what I think's gonna happen. Listen, I'm not a bad guy. You are. You have play, You are now because you're a wrestling fan. You decided to go all. Heel. What do you guys call it? Uh, heel? heel in wrestling. Yeah, is bad you're. Uh, you're Cor- like a gorilla monsoon. You're a heel. Well, no, 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 no. Gorilla. No. Uh, he no, he's not a heel. Gorilla the wrestler. Heel. Gorilla yes. the announcer. Babyface. Yeah, he was a babyface announcer. I'm Bobby the Brain Heenan. Is that what you want to say? No. Who's the other guy? The Jimmy. Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. No, Jimmy the guy with the like Jimmy the suit. suits. With the thin ties, who's always causing trouble. Oh. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah he was like... Yeah, with the na- bullhorn. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Yeah, Jimmy you Hart. guys like Jimmy Hart. The I'm mouth Jimmy of the South. Hart. You're a bad guy. You're a heel like Jimmy Hart. Well, then the pressure's on, because if you pick he the Vikings, dead, too, right? you're a bad guy. No, uh, Jimmy's alive. still with us. Jimmy, Jimmy died? No, no, no. Jim, no, no. Jimmy's here. Jimmy's still with oh, us. Oh, is he? Yes. Thank God for that, because yeah. I miss that guy. Yeah, he was great. He was... All, like, what he did, he was great for With the megaphone? Oh, Bobby died. Bobby Heenan passed away, yes. He was the... the ah, he's the greatest. No, no. Who's the bald announcer guy? Right? Who's that guy? He's the dead. bald announcer guy? Yeah, they all dead? made fun of him. Yeah, like, uh, he was bald, short guy. Oh, Bean Gene Okerlund. Me, Gene, yeah. yeah. I used to like that guy. Yeah, he was good. Because he was like the American version of Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah, Mean Bobby, Gene Okerlund. Bobby the Brain Heenan was, for my money, the best analyst in wrestling history. Yeah, because he, he, he could so, read. No, because he was funny. <laughs> like, we just passed the anniversary of Shawn Michaels throwing Marty Jannetty through the glass I mean, who doesn't remember barber that? shop wall. I remember as a kid watching them uh, put the steel cage up at Shea and uh, watching uh, Hulk Hogan. Boy, you're and, old. Uh, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant climbed the cage. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Boy, you are old, man. Right. You watched we, Bruno against Zabisco? I mean, jeez. I don't know who they are. Bruno San Martino, Larry Zabisco. No, as well after those guys. Those guys are like Bobo Brazil. <laughs> in 1964. I don't have no idea what you're oh, talking about. Oh, they fought in the late 70s, right? And then you the guy who became an uh, optometrist used to eat the turnbuckles. Oh, George yeah. the Animal George Steel. the Animal Steel. Yeah, he's like a doctor. Green tongue. Yeah. You know, did you know that? That he was a doctor? He's like a pedi- uh, pediatrician. I don't know, though. Can you imagine being your kid's doctor? <laughs> <laughs> did he have the green tongue while he was... I don't know anything about green tongues. Sorry about that. Although I once dated a girl who had a purple tongue. Really? Yeah. No, no, purple gums. Yeah. It was a weird thing. Did you break up because of it? Yeah. That was the deal breaker. I was like, I went on on a date and never went on a second date because she had purple gums. Is that the weirdest reason you broke up with someone? I mean, that's up there. Hmm. No. The one side, I didn't go on another date with a girl because we went out and she took the food to go. That turned you off that much? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and took it to her car. You've taken food to go. <laughs> oh, it's because you paid not for it. Because it's a date. Like when and you're, you're like, you're I bought that food. You're taking a couple strands of spaghetti with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Did you yeah. go out for a good night kiss that night? What happened? No? I'm not discussing anything else. <laughs> that was like 90 years ago anyway. Uh, Brian's in Brooklyn on the fan. Brian, how you doing today, buddy? How you doing, guys? I Couldn't be any better. It. I called in a couple days ago about Galladay, but I wanted to just make a prediction for this weekend. I actually think the Giants have a chance to not only win, but win big. Like, not even close. Here not we go. Game. Are they going to blow them out? We get the uh, Giant blowout prediction. I mean, if you look at the history of the Vikings, it's either it's, you know a three-point game or they're losing by 30. No, so, no, you're I mean, right. And the Vikings the have a knack has- in the and they have a knack in their history for brutal postseason losses. And I think the Viking fan in Minnesota probably looks at the Giants as a, eh, they're not any good. And this would qualify as a brutal playoff loss if after a 13-win season they lost at home to this Giant team. 
it's a different team when you got a Dory Jackson and McKinney on the back end. You got linebacker play with Landon Collins now in the fold. I mean, it's a different team. So I'm confident. Um, Vikings are missing some linemen. So I, I think we're going to see good things on Sunday, hoping for the best. Wanted to ask you guys one quick question. Who has more hate in their heart, the morning show for the Giants or the Jets for Zach Wilson? And I'll hang up there. The morning show for the Giants. Why? Do they uh, they picked against the Giants or have bad things to say about the well, Giants? They've been anti-Giant all year. Boomer right? said earlier this season that the Giants would not win another game. Yeah, I you remember that. Well, I do remember that. He had, yeah, he had them losing 12 straight games or yeah, something like that, right? 12 straight games. Uh, wow. I think that's fair. I think that's why my relationship with the Giants is uh, peaking right now. And everyone else is here. You know, they don't return their calls. Yeah, so I, I want to analyze this fairly. The morning show has been anti-Giant, or at least and they by the way, believe in the Giants. How could you be anti-Giants this year when, to be fair to the Giants, mm-hmm. and I was extraordinarily tough with them, as you know, with the Joe Judge crap, right? The Giants, even, I'm not, and I'm not saying this because they made the playoffs, so it certainly helps. The Giants got everything right. No, 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 no. no. Here's the, the offseason prior to this Here's year. the point. I think... Remember well, how I gave I you... Liked, I respect the Giants. All right, well, let me frame this question for you, and then you can tell me. Matter of fact, like that makes you breakfast with John Mara next week after the Giants win. Okay. You can kiss his ass next week. Here's my question for you. I'm not kissing ass. He's buying. You were ahead of the curve. See, I got to always start something that he's not really interested in by paying oh, him a compliment. Thank you. Then I draw him in. Go. You what were ahead of the curve on Joe Judge last year. Thank you very much for that. It's about and time I get some acknowledgement that I was writing. I've said it a million times. Thank you. And as the Let's season went time. on, you were right. The first one right about Joe Judge. Go ahead. As the season went on, people would convert. I had my moment. I think it was like six weeks into the season. I'm like, you're right. He's not the guy. Yeah. So the Giants did the opposite thing this year. None of us believed in them. Let's start with that. None of us. The morning show guys were just as wrong as all of us. But when did they flip? When did you flip? When did I flip? When did we all flip? When was the moment where we came on the radio, Big Mac 2 is a Giant fan, Lugie is a Giant fan, where we said, you know what? They're good. And that's the question. I know for me, it was about, I think it was like six or seven weeks into the season. I'm like, they're good. Like, we just have to face it. I do have a definitive answer. All right, go ahead. Uh, but you, did you want to finish your thought there? No, no, because every, I'm curious what your answer is. I don't My know answer, answers. I knew the Giants. Not, I didn't know they were going to make the playoffs. By the way, if you say week one, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> what? That's not fair. You can't tell me what because I'm not allowed to say. you say that. But you can't say what I'm not allowed to say. Go ahead. I mean, that's not fair at all. Go ahead. Well, now you now I got to change my answer. You're going to say, wait, when they beat Tennessee, you came on the air Monday the 12th and said, the Giants are awesome. <laughs> well, I think I might have said that as a matter of fact. No. When the New York Giants beat the Carolina Panthers in week two. Stop it. Because don't forget, Stop that was the it. Baker Mayfield Panthers. You know what, Craig? That was before they fired their coach, you before they got rid of, so of Robbie Anderson, before they got rid of Christian McCaffrey. You're so full of and crap. And they beat the Baker Mayfield Panthers 19-16. to That's not when you said And it was once again Brian Dayball showing how great a sideline coach he was. And I said on the air, there's something special about this giant team. All right. So and, that's, then, and then when they played the Cowboys the next week. You said they had no chance. They stayed within a touchdown yes. of the Dallas Cowboys, right? Cooper Rush and, was starting that game. And I, I said to myself, boy, oh boy, is this team on the road to something special. Okay, so none of that happened. And they beat the Bears. Right. And then I really think when they went to London and they beat the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Right? So you're, you've done it eight times? Like, I when said did you again on this show, hot damn it. That team is special. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, and then, oh, and then. And then what? When they beat the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, that was it. With that's, a healthy Lamar that's Jackson. That's the game for that's me. That's the game I for said me, to me right, Holy schmoly, I was right in week two. <laughs> right. I agree with Big Man. And then yeah. after that, yes. they took on Seattle. The they lost. AFC oh, Jacksonville. South Jacksonville. champions, right. the Jacksonville Jaguars, and beat them too. Right. And I said, I knew it in week two, and nobody wanted to listen. Once the Giants got away from that George Young tree and went outside the building, with all due respect to Chris Mara and his longtime tenure here in that front office, and John Mara is willing to say, we need a different way of thinking, that was really the so day when things was the changed. week that Boomer said they won't win another game? I think Boomer said it uh, after they beat Tennessee, that they'd lose every game the rest of the season. <laughs> You're such a bad.
I could be wrong, but I no, think but it was I think it was. There. I think it was early on. But look, I I echo Big Mac, and I think most people when they beat the Ravens to go to five and one, and they won that game. That's when I started thinking they're good. They're just yeah. well, I'm wrong. That's what I was thinking. I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna make the playoffs, right. but this is actually like a competent football team that's pretty good. They beat the Packers in London. They beat the Ravens, who at the time, especially with Lamar, yeah. we looked at as a contender. That's when at five and one, yeah. I started to believe down it. ten points in both games. Yeah, I think that was the moment when they By beat the, way, the Ravens. I said, "Geez, if I do have breakfast with John Mara, he buys right." Of that, course, that's understood. I would, like, I would that's, think so. Yeah, that's like I don't even offer. Do I offer? Is that weird? To you, you, offer? you offer. You offer. Yeah, you offer. go to like the pocket. Oh. Yeah, like you still put the discovered debit card on the table. I think when you you're have, having breakfast with a billionaire. I think you have to do it at every single meal. You always offer. Yeah, John, I could put that. Doesn't whole matter. Out. Let's say you're eating with a guy like John. You know, John has, I think, some blue blood taste, as mm-hmm. he should, right? Yeah. And let's say he's like, I'm going to have the foie gras lobster omelet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just have some oatmeal with blueberries, right? Right. And the check comes, and the foie gras uh, lobster omelet is like $95. And I go, because it's the right thing to do as a man, can I get that? Of course. And what if John, being a respectful guy, goes, yeah. Then you kill him on the radio the next day. No, you can't do that. Oh, I'm sure breakfast. you will. No, I would never do that. Can you believe that John Mara? Evan, I've had, I've had a meal with every owner in this town other than Woody Johnson over the course of the last 15 years. Not Steve Cohen. Uh, that's how Steve Cohen. Well, we had Doritos together, to be fair. <laughs> so did you I. There. What does that mean? But no, we've not sat for a meal. That's, that's right. fair. That's fair. Um, Has any I, of them let you pay? They've never let me pay. If one of them did, I have a I, feeling. I would, I mean, here's my point. Yeah. When you have a, a, a meal with someone in that position, right, you cannot discuss that on the radio. You can't. But I've seen angry crowds. You can. Now, you might, you might say, hey, I had a nice time with so-and-so. You don't discuss well, Craig, the fact that you I, paid or they paid I, because then you're done. No, I understand, but you have shown a vengeful side to you. You've admitted it. You've been open about it. I'm vindictive. You're vindictive. But why, yeah, but so not let over me breakfast. You, let me ask you a question. You went out to dinner with an unnamed New York sports owner. Yes. You bought a sandwich. He bought hundreds and hundreds yeah. of dollars of food. Yeah. You just said, hey, I'm going to be a good guy. I'm going to try. Put your card out. He I, says, can I take care of this lunch? He says, you know what? Great. I see how the ratings are. Take care of it. Yeah. You'd be pissed. What are you going to do about it, Big Shot? Well, I would pay it, and I'd cry and, on the way back to my uh, car. And you'd keep it to yourself? I would not say that publicly. Would you, I would not. Okay, fair enough. Would you start to, I don't know, rip that owner a little bit more? No, I, I've never done when that. When that owner no. decides not to sign a big free agent over a few dollars. I might say, I know he's got the money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you saved the buck fifty on breakfast. He could afford that free agent. <laughs> I might say that. Yeah, that's fine. Damn right, you would. No, you never reveal that publicly. That's not cool. That that's and that's like man code. That's not cool. You're right, but you know also yeah. what's not cool? A billionaire allowing you to buy him lunch. By the way, I also agree with that. But think about it. if you're a billionaire, wouldn't it be nice once in a while for somebody else to go? I appreciate appreciate that you always buy a meal. Yeah. Please allow me to buy this one. I'm sure they would appreciate it. I think there's a level of appreciation that people, that level of wealth, would probably be like, you know what? That's a straight-up guy. I like that I'm sure they appreciate it, but I'm sure they appreciate the effort. And making the effort, I would totally make. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right, well, I'll let you know how that goes. Can you tell me, though, seriously, what week Boomer said they won't win another game? Like, was it week five? Was it week eight? I'm curious. I don't know the answer. Do we want to trust Twitter? What does Twitter say? Twitter says after seven and four. So at seven and four, that's Twitter. When they play, no, I believe that they just lost to Dallas on Thanksgiving, Craig. They're playing Washington, who they tied. They're playing Philly, who they got blown out by. They're going to Washington, who they won. They're going to lose to Minnesota, which they did. Indianapolis and Philly. He said they won't win another game. They went. They won two games and they tied again. Okay. I I don't know. At some point, he said uh, maybe they were four and two or whatever it was. I forget the record exactly, but he was like, they're not going to win another game this season. Well, Twitter is saying seven and four. Oh, Twitter chimed in on it. Yeah. So that's 11 games. He said, no, it was before that. Okay. It was well before yeah, that. Yeah, it was before that. It was like the, he had them losing like double-digit games. For some reason, you know what I think it was? Who I, cares? When they were 2-1, and one, I think, and they were playing, uh, they were 3-1, and one, and they were playing Green Bay. 
that which is the stretch where we started to all believe in them because none of us thought they were going to beat the Packers. The in Green London. Bay game, I think, is the watershed moment for a lot of people. No, I agree. Yeah. I think that's probably where he thought it. And he may not have been alone because a lot of us have been skeptical about the Giants. It's just a matter of at what point in the season did you say, okay, you got me, you're good. I mean, the problem if, is, if I'm being real with you, I, there was when they beat Green Bay in the manner they did. Because don't forget, Green Bay got out to that ten nothing start, if I remember correctly. Well, they trailed by ten to Green Bay and Baltimore. Yeah, and it's like, okay, all right, you know, they're down double digits. It's kind of what we expected after the win against Chicago, who wasn't very good. All right, this game's a wrap. I remember thinking it. Right. And then somehow, some way, that second half went completely sideways in their favor. And then you had but, to acknowledge. This guy, Brian Dable, knows what he's doing. Here's the problem with that, if we're all being fair. There was a day in November where you came on the air, and I'm not trying to be a bad guy by bringing this up, but I wanted to show the situation, and you said the Jets have no chance to beat the Buffalo Bills. And then they did. And they got to 6-3 and three and went to the bye. And everybody believed in the Jets, myself included, you included. Yeah, we believe, accurate. And they won one game after that. Yeah, so well, sometimes... Maybe Boomer meant to say the Jets, not the Giants. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's what the team wrong. It's cr- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Martin and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Skyler Thompson starting for the Dolphins. Against the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations to uh, Sauce Gardner. Uh, first team All-Pro is a rookie. First time since Ronnie Lott in uh, 1981. So 42 years since that has happened. And a Q, Quinn and Williams, also a first teamer. C.J. Mosley, which is an interesting thing real quick, uh, made the second team. The New York Jets have to cut him on June 1st. He's a big salary cap kind of. They can restructure also, to be fair. I shouldn't say cut him. But they got to redo his contract to save. So, it's like $16 million on the cap. Yeah, so the Jets have a lot of talent, yet they missed the playoffs. Good to know. Crazy, right? Good to know. 14 teams of 32 are playing football <laughs> and past the regular season. The Jets have a lot of really talented players. Yes. But they can't be one of those teams. Okay. Thanks no. for the info. Uh, and that shows you the bad side of football, the business side of football. Because Mosley had a great rebound year, I thought, uh, making second team All Pro. He had his moments. He is a financial liability in the moment. 
Yeah. They're going to redo it on June 1st. They have to. It's the nature of the game, man. We see yeah. this all the time. But it's Sometimes... why you should always take the player's side in player negotiations. Because the players sign a contract that's never worth the paper it's written on. No, I get you. So, anyway, that's just quick jet take. All right, Giants. Well. It's 530, bro. It's 530. Here we are. Just a couple of silver spoons. Evan Roberts has picked the Minnesota Vikings to win this game in a very low-scoring game. I picked 21-13 Minnesota victory. Yes. You, sir. I think uh, the New York Giants win this game. Final score, 28-27. 28-27? Yes. How do they do it? Missed field goal by Minnesota? To Great me. Great Joseph screws all the goodwill he created. The New York Giants are up 28-27. to 27. Joseph lines up for a 45-yarder oh. and misses wide right. How about that? Blair Walsh uh, sells a house in California and says, thank God they're not talking about me anymore. Can you imagine? 61-yarder to win it a few weeks later. Boop. Yeah, I mean, obviously, who the heck knows how it goes, but I think it's a close game. I think it's back and forth, uh, and I think it's more high-scoring than you would probably think based on Really more the Giants offense than anything, but 28-27. I like that. We are very Giants win by one. We are very different, not only in who we think is going to win the game, could yeah. make the homer pick, but also very different in terms of how this game plays out. I like it. So I see what happened here, and I understand it. I get it. You kowtowed. How is that kowtowing? Because it's... Giant fever in New York. I'm not York. a giant fan. It doesn't matter. I picked, gi- I picked against the Yankees in the playoffs. I picked against the Mets in the playoffs. This is I've like, done my job well, This sir. is the Yankee wild card game all over again. Everybody's got to pick the Yankees. Everybody's picking the Yankees. So, Giants 28-27. Are you confident you about this? Is this one of those? Because you have, throughout this football season, said some things yeah. where this team has no chance. This is over. Don't no, even I, watch. I can't say, I'm not like... Oh, like Uber confident. Okay, that's all I'm asking. No. I mean, I don't think the Giants can beat them by more than a touchdown. I think Minnesota can beat them by more than a touchdown. But my gut is that, you know, the Minnesota Viking offensive line is not whole. Mm-hmm. And we've seen what happens. You saw it with the Bengals last year in the 58 sacks they gave up, you know, with Burrow. And now they're better. They, they got better, to right? a Super Bowl. I, I, I respect that. that. And you've seen what with Tampa without an offensive line. I think Cincinnati is going to be an interesting spot this week against Baltimore again because of it. You know, we sometimes forget and underrate how important it is to have an intact offensive line. And I think the Giants' defense has gotten healthier. I think they will get pressure on Kirk Cousins. I think he will throw an interception. I think the Giants get defensive points because of it. And... I think the New York Giants are good enough to go toe-to-toe with this team. Are these uh, two Giant fans back there both uh, fanboying this as well? Giants win easily? Why do you gotta, why do you gotta preface it like out. that? Well, that's, we a, fair, that's a fair preface, but they're going to do theirs at their pick segment. I'm just curious if yeah. they're going to... You could say right now if you're picking the Giants to win. Clearly Big Mac is. I didn't even know that Tommy likes football, to be honest. I apologize. No apologies. I didn't get the sense that you even liked football, but you do and you're a Giant fan. There's no way, no way Big Mac or Loogie are not picking the Giants to win this game. I agree. I'm not even kidding. I haven't heard one Giant fan. I've listened to all sorts of Giant podcasts. I've been on Twitter. I've interacted with Giant fans. I have not heard, Craig, one Giant fan say, "Eh, we're going to lose this game. Not one. Uh, Listen, they're out there. They're well, just not I'm, call, call I'm the sure they're out there, but I don't think they're well, the majority. There's here. also a reason for that, and that's because, as you have said, I think uh, not eloquently, but well, um, <laughs> What's that? there is a blind faith right now in Brian Dable. Yeah, and that's period. Stop. I didn't not, say that not, eloquently at all. Not in Brian, not in Danny Dimes, not in Saquon. The faith right now, the diehard Giant fan has, is in the coach, right? And I don't think we've seen that with the Giants. Like, I'm not even sure at any point, despite winning two Super Bowls, that Giant fans had blind faith in Tom Conklin. No, because they wanted him fired right. after one of the Super Bowls. That's right. Not so, right after, this but is a, years This after. is kind of like, you know, Parcells-type territory where there's just this well, organic belief it, that this coach is different. It, is, it feels different because even though Ben McAdoo, not that long ago, made the postseason in his first year, let's not forget... The Giants spent a fortune that offseason. 
They had a very aggressive offseason in which they infused talent on the roster. Which year? I'm sorry. The year Ben McAdoo yeah. made his debut yep. as head coach. Right, with the bad suit, right. Right, with the horrible suit. Right. So there was there were high expectations. Like, they had a talented team. Brian Dable has done something rare. He inherited a team that everybody assumed was just bad, like a broken team. And he was going to get the year or two to get it right. Like, they could have won three games this year, and Giant fans would have said, all right, he had to clean up the mess. Totally get it. Don't worry about it. I mean, it. They even told you that coming in, they, and they were very clever, though. If you go back, they said, we obviously have to rebuild. We got to break it down. We got to get cap room. Right, right, right. We got to make really tough decisions. But while we're doing that, we are going to try to compete we're not just giving a season away. But if, and we all kind of thought, like, oh, it's nice to say that, but we know what's going to happen. Right. They're going to be terrible. Yeah. If you go back to last year in 2021, the New York Jets went 4-13. and There wasn't a lot of criticism at the feet of Robert Sala. There just wasn't. It was. Right. We understood. Adam Gase was terrible. Joe Judge is terrible. The roster's terrible. This roster's terrible. <laughs> it's okay. Eventually, the pressure's going to come, like this year with Sala. But in year one, he was given a freebie. Yep. Brian Dayball was going to have a freebie this year. Like, there wasn't going to be that much pressure on him. And yet, shockingly, they won nine games and are in the playoffs. So he's enjoying a honeymoon that I don't think we've seen from a Giant coach in a very long time because in all the other examples of a rookie coaches making the playoffs, they've come with, like, some expectations. Sure. Like, we can't act as if Jim Fossil's first year and Ben McAdoo's first year – came with people expecting them to be awful. They didn't. No. This team came with expectations of being awful. Yeah. And, like, Brian Dable got, you know, it's funny. Like, coaches get usually one pass, one-year pass. And it's usually your first year as you kind of get the lay of the land. Right. You'll bring your own guys in here, change the roster up, blah, 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 right? The only other time a coach gets a legitimate pass is if there's a uh, – a reasonable a resume of success, right. and if there's a significant injury to the quarterback. And then at that point, fan base is usually like, you know what? You give the guy a pass. He's proven his merit, his worth. Quarterback's out. We're not going to bust his balls. Kind of like Mike Tomlin was going to get a pass no matter what, and they turned out to have a good year. You know, they didn't make the playoffs, but 9-8 and eight was great, right? Dable's kind of throwing the free pass out in the wash right now. Yeah. He don't get a free pass next year. I know. Now the expectation is, oh, okay, 9-8 and eight with this roster? You better be 13-4 and four next year. No, you're right. The bar's going to change. Like, especially, you cannot make the playoffs now. Well, it's amazing how things are different. The Giants are also going to go into this offseason, hopefully not this weekend, hopefully not, and hopefully it's a while from now, yeah. flush with cap space. So they're they going to have, have the, 50-some-odd million bucks I think space, it's either yeah. the third or fourth most in the NFL. It's top five, whatever it is. Yeah. We'll examine it once it matters. Right now, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So they're going to go into this offseason, no matter what happens on Sunday or the following weekend, with expectations that the roster is going to get better. But with that said, I think it's really important on this football Friday before a playoff game that we pay thanks to the people who deserve that. So thank you, Dave Gettleman. I mean, Dave, you drafted Daniel Jones. Everyone mocked it. By the way, you drafted Saquon Barkley. Everyone criticized it. You drafted Andrew Thomas. You drafted Dexter Lawrence. That was widely criticized. How can you take a no tackle in the first round? And yet, Dave, as you sit there with your cigar, you should smile. Thank you, Dave. You built this. By the way, you know full well Dave Gettleman's probably having a football party this weekend at his house. (laughs) And he probably has paperwork out. On the couch, on the living room table, the dining room table, so his guests can see all the important giants making a difference this year. <laughs> Every off And how he acquired them, right? Yeah. And probably with newspaper clippings about how bad the decision was. Because you're right, it's like the I always say, Omar Minai doesn't get the credit he deserves for the 2015 Mets. He really built that team, largely, right? Mm-hmm. Dave Gettleman, who is rightfully so dismissed from his job. Yeah. He brought all this talent. Left tackle, here. quarterback, running back, yeah. defensive tackle who's like an all pro this year. All those guys, pretty important. Pretty, pretty important. All brought in by Dave Gettleman. Now, we all know where he missed. He missed with the head coach. And that matters. And that shouldn't be forgotten. And that's not a knock on Joe Shane. Joe Shane's made some good moves. No doubt. He picked up Isaiah Hodgins out of nowhere, who's turned into one of their more reliable receivers. And more importantly than that, he hired the right coach. And they hired the right coaching staff. Does Dexter Lawrence become this guy? Because Dexter Lawrence was always a good player. This year, he became a great player. How'd that happen? 
Coaching has a lot to do with it. Coaching's got a lot but to do with it. But let's at least give Gettleman just a little bit of credit. Left tackle, quarterback, running back, all pro nose tackle. Not bad for an old man whose game passed him by, right? Here is uh, Joe in Staten Island on the fan. Joe, Joe, what's going on, kiddo? Hey, Craig, I'm getting the feeling for all the Giant fans out there, it's going to be like 2,000. Not going to be 41 nothing, but I'm feeling maybe 34-28. Hey, listen, from your mouth to God's ears, right? Yeah, we can only hope. We can only hope is right. I'm not even a Giant fan, but as a New Yorker, there's something special about playoff football. And that's why I felt like uh, there wasn't a buzz when there should have been earlier this week. But now it's full on. You can feel, you can sense it. You see all the giant sweatshirts and jerseys more so on the streets of New York now. Yeah, it's uh, it's happening. So and I like it. I appreciate the enthusiasm, but and it's just cool that you let it go. The guy said it feels a lot like two thousand, not forty one nothing, thirty four twenty eight. Then how the hell? Did, then how the hell does it feel like two thousand? Yeah, I think he's just saying a win over Minnesota. By the I way, mean, uh, they blew I'm getting them out in that game. Did I, you didn't predict a blowout. A lot of people on Twitter are, are asking, are making a request, a kind, polite request. Uh, can you please ask Evan to stop doing that terrible Vince McMahon voice? I don't know when did I do that. <laughs> the Giants are gonna lose. Yeah, there you go. That's Is that, that what you that mean? One. Yeah, yeah. Nobody <laughs> likes that. Dave Gettleman. <laughs> nobody likes that. So. I mean, I know you're now being douchey, and you're doing it on purpose, but it's a fair request from a fan base. Fair request, You right? don't love my Vince McMahon imitation? Um, I thought it was interesting the first time you did it. 500 times later. Um, Bark like a dog! Yeah. No. You don't like that one? Sorry. I'll have to... Uh, no. If I could politely ask we pass on that, maybe learn a new one. <laughs> learn <laughs> a new hold. I, I don't know. Some kind of new saying, a new voice, something. I don't know. Come up with something. For those of you that missed it, we'll uh, give you a chance to hear the uh, brand new New York Giant rap from uh, 3rd Infantry. And my man Joe, uh, before we get uh, to 6 o'clock, am I taking a break real quick? All right, real fast break. More of your thoughts coming up on the Big Giant playoff game Sunday afternoon right here on The Fan. It's Carton. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. All right. 5.52. Guys got their picks coming up in about 10 minutes. We'll also let you hear from uh, 3rd Infantry uh, in a moment with the song I'm the New Sinatra, which is an ode to uh, this New York Giant team and their run to the playoffs. Justin is in Old Bridge, New Jersey. JJ, what's going on, buddy? 
How we doing, man? I just want to shout out my company real quick, Foco. Well, I we don't really do that, buddy. But uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I I apologize for that. Was he Foco? He said Foco. Call him right back. You <laughs> should have told me what the guy. I was wondering for. why you were turning on him. The guy was saying Foco. Well, because normally you know, that's not what we do. Right? I know, but it was Foco. Yeah, but I didn't. How would I? How was I supposed to know it was Foco? I don't know when he said how would the I words. Possibly know that when he uttered the words, and I repeat, and I quote, "Foco." Yeah, but I was already mid hang up, so I apologize. Foco USA made the brand new. Where? Where is it? The Cardin Roberts bobblehead. Yeah, the Cardin Roberts uh, bobblehead. Well, there was an issue with one of them. It's being. Uh, Excuse me. There was an issue with one of them that I was too good looking. No, no, you had been beheaded. Excuse me? Yeah, my ar- and my arm wasn't attached to my body. You beheaded me? No, it wasn't that I did it. It was so much that um, someone else did it. Who the heck beheaded me and took your arm off? We're trying to figure out who the culprit is, Evan, but it's being worked, <laughs> it's being worked on right now. Crazy loose being applied. Wow. And uh, we will get to it. But they did a great job. Yeah. Uh, the one in my office, the one in your office, it's phenomenal. It's a very good-looking bobblehead. Yeah, it's great. Here's uh, Murph in Massapequa. Yo, Murph, what's going on, killer? What's oh. up, guys? Yes, hi, how are you? Yo. Hey, I just want to talk real quick about the uh, the Giants. Yeah, that's why we're here. All right, so we have, uh, you know, I, I haven't really heard. Maybe I'm not listening to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I don't know what we're doing here. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a, it's a simple concept. Um, I'd love to know, what have you not heard? Yeah. When you're previewing a football game, as compared to baseball or basketball or hockey, like every other night, by the time you get to the game, you've said yeah. everything. There ain't much left to say. So I am curious, what have you not heard? Like, how does this impact Daniel Jones's contract status at the end of the season? I'll tell you how it does. If the Giants win the Super Bowl, he's going to get paid a lot of money. If he throws five interceptions on Sunday, that probably would hurt his value yeah. attack. Here's uh, Justin now from Foco. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what's going on today, buddy? Hey, all good. I just wanted to say that I saw that you guys got our bobblehead. I, I, I loved it. Yes, <laughs> it me too. Really cool. Um, also, just wanted to make a quick point. I think the turning point of the Giants season, I know you said the Panthers week two. I kind of laughed at it for a second, but I kind of want to say the Packers game. I don't know. There was just a different demeanor to that game, and when they turned it around, won it, I think there was something that really sparked them moving forward. I don't know. I just I have a really good feeling about this weekend. And, uh, you know, I'm just a big Giants fan growing up, and I hope they get it done this weekend. I just want to hear your thoughts. Well, first off, you guys did a great job on the bobblehead, so thank you for that. And it, you know, it's it's one of those weird games, and I, I you know there's three games that have blowout written all over it, and then you have a couple games. This one, I think the Dallas Tampa game theoretically, although I think Dallas is a much better team, uh, and then of course the Jaguar Charger game, where I don't know how anyone makes a uh, a confident, unwavering pick with confidence. I think the games could legitimately go either way, whereas <laughs> Buffalo's not losing to the Dolphins. So to the point of when you knew, like that Packer game was a stunning victory. But you know what? Like sometimes in the NFL, there are stunning games. There's yeah. unpredictable outcomes. The following week, they're down two scores to the Baltimore Ravens. Like that to me is when yeah. when they come back from 10 down and they're forcing multiple turnovers in the last five minutes and they win a game against a playoff team and they would have been better if Lamar didn't get hurt. They would have been a contender if Lamar doesn't get hurt. Isn't that the game where you say, okay, fool me once, yeah, it happens. But they just did it again. Yes. Coming back on the Packers down two scores and then the following week doing it again to the Baltimore Ravens. So week six against the Ravens. That's the moment where when we came on the air that next day, not that I ever thought, like, oh, it's nine. I didn't know what the outcome would be. I just knew, hey, they're better than we've ever given them credit for. This yes. team has something that none of us would identify early in the year. And, like, week one was cool, especially Dayball going for two, showing the guts that he showed. But it was more, hey, this coach is different, not necessarily that this team was going to win more games than they lose. So that Raven game, that's the one that jumps out at me. Well, I like the Giants to win. Evans got Minnesota to win. We'll get the picks from the guys in just a moment. Uh, we say goodbye to SNY, of course, uh, and thank you to Grubhub for that. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 